With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Any health related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. everybody welcome back to the namaste wellness show where we talk about all things holistic health for the mind body and spirit for people and pets with a touch of cultural soul my name is laura i'm your host thank you so much for being here today i'm talking with dr dennis bloom the owner and operator of bloom chiropractic in dearborn michigan usa and today we're going to be talking about the health benefits of chiropractic care and how it can be um, considered a mind and body practice. So with that, welcome, Dr. Bloom. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Laura. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. Would you mind telling us a little bit about your background and how you, um, how long you've been in the practice and what inspired you to go into chiropractic care? Yeah, I was a young athlete. Um, I got injured uh, wrestling in high school at Fortson High School here locally. And uh, my parents uh, took me to a chiropractor and I mm -hmm. was able to recover from my back injury. Mm -hmm. um, I went on to uh, no longer wrestle, um, but I went on to uh, compete in track and field. Um, and I was uh, competing in track and field uh, in 10th grade. I got injured the following year again, mm -hmm. this time weightlifting. Uh, in preparation for track and field. And I missed the entire track and field season in 11th grade. Uh, but I went to a different chiropractor and I stuck with chiropractic care as a wellness concept. Oh, okay. So I was getting regular adjustments even mm -hmm. after my back injury was resolved. Um, and the following year, my senior year, I actually broke the high jump record at Fortson High School at the time in 1980. Wow. Um, I jumped six foot four and a half. So I went from being disabled and unable to compete in 11th grade and I broke the record in 12th grade so that led made an impression upon me right so I said hey there's something to this chiropractic stuff mm -hmm. and so that sort of laid the groundwork for me then to become a chiropractor oh okay with my own personal experience with it okay wonderful okay 
Um, so how long have you been practicing? 37 years this year. 37 years. Wow. Yes. And we were just talking about this earlier because, by the way, I did have my adjustment today, my husband and I. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about how long I've been coming to you. And I know it's been, we said, over 25 years. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I've just always been impressed with your professionalism, um, how chiropractic services have really helped me and I believe they've contributed to me being able to stay healthy and flexible and all that good stuff and I know my husband Sheldon really counts on it because he's an avid runner and um, he actually comes more than I do now yes he's more than an avid runner yeah he's more than an avid runner he's an ultra marathoner no back to marathoning right right yeah you're absolutely right as well as a mail carrier so that guy puts a lot of mileage on his body he really does so i think he really appreciates you being taking the good care that you have for all these years because he may he hasn't been coming over 25 years but we've been married 23 so it's been at least 20 years and i just want to say a little bit more i think when I convinced him to come to you because sometimes he can be a little skeptical, but I did tell him that at the time you were seeing a couple of the Detroit uh, professional hockey players for the uh, Detroit Red Wings at the time. And I told him that you were actually uh, doing um, sports, um, uh, chiropractic care for sports injuries. Correct. So that was one of the main reasons I think he really, you know, had that faith to come in and see you. And it's, it's been coming ever since. So with that being said, tell us what is chiropractic care? And can you tell us a little bit about the history of it? Yeah, chiropractic was discovered in 1895 by D.D. Palmer. Um, ironically, um, it, it was like the same year. So uh, osteopathy was discovered by Andrew Stilwell. Okay. So who knows if one copied off the other, I don't know. Okay. But they were both based upon that manipulation of the spine, uh, increased the blood flow was mm-hmm. Andrew Stilwell's uh, paradigm mm-hmm. and adjustment of the spine increased the nerve flow. That was D.D. Palmer's paradigm of the spine. Oh, okay. But they both were right, okay. right? Mm-hmm. When you have tensions building up in the spine, creating abnormal movement Mm -hmm. that will restrict proper blood flow that will restrict proper nerve flow, Mm -hmm. which will affect your organs and your muscles. So both uh, fields are are sort of sister fields. They they both are uh, after the same goal of of helping to improve a person's health Mm -hmm. through adjustments or manipulations to the spine and extremities. Okay. So how would you, how would that um, relate to being a mind body chiropractic being a mind-body practice. Yeah, so I mean, the the um, adage is uh, adio, above, down, inside out, mm-hmm. right? So okay. whatever your belief is, right, uh, as far as uh, where we get our life energy from, but it flows from above, down, and throughout us to emanate this innate uh, intelligence that uh, uh, helps to run our entire bodies automatically. We don't have to think about digesting our food. We don't have to think about our kidneys filtering our blood or our liver filtering our blood and getting rid of the toxins. It's all done automatically. Okay. Um, so, you know, the, the mind body connection is, you know, the, the brain is okay. in control of all that stuff. Okay. And it, it helps to coordinate and regulate all these functions. And when you have subluxation or uh, impediment in the spine, that will interfere with that, right? Okay. So you're sure you're creating a disconnect between the mind body connection. Oh, now, okay. to further elaborate on that, we, we know that people's 
uh, mental and emotional states can affect our health and well-being, right? right? Yeah. So it influences us through stress hormones. It influences us through overstimulating the, or have an overactive sympathetic nervous system. Mm-hmm. If you've heard of the fight or flight syndrome, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that is all part of this whole mind body connection that we have going. We don't completely understand it, but it's, it's, there's definite uh, connection there. Okay. So you're saying that through manipulating the spine, it can help certain hormones in the body be produced. For example, if you have, if you're having depression, the uh, type of hormone that can lift you out of depression. In other words, is if there's a subluxation in the spine that is depressing a part of the brain, that's not allowing a certain chemical to be released. Am I sounding confusing? I'm confusing myself. No, I mean, that, that you're actually on the right track. Okay. Right? So, yes, I mean, if serotonin, which is sometimes related to depression, so you right. so. The first of all, chiropractors do not treat depression and we don't claim to cure depression. Okay. All right. However, if your brain is having uh, an Im- impediment of the nerve flow flowing into your intestines where a lot of serotonin is produced right. yeah. mm-hmm. and that's weakening your intestines and your intestines can't keep up with the demand of the body for serotonin, mm-hmm. then that could contribute to uh, a situation where depression could develop. Right. When it's um, applied with many other factors that lead to depression, right? Okay. So whether it's dopamine or serotonin, um, so albeit it's it's a beneficial thing that can be an adjunctive therapy to okay. along with nutrition, along with proper behavioral counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's a, I think it's a multifactorial medication to me can be used ideally in a more of a a crisis intervention right. when absolutely necessary. Hopefully you can intervene before you get to that point where you need medication, right. but obviously medication has its place as well. Right. Okay. We're not against the use of medication, right. but I'd rather use medication as the last resort versus writing the script and getting a drug going first thing. Exactly. And that's one of the things that, you know, the medical establishment has you know been critical of chiropractic over the years uh-huh. uh, they claim that we're against medication and we're not we just think that it can all work together but we have a, a different hierarchy than they do got you so chiropractic care can be a, a tool in the toolbox of your overall holistic yeah. approach to wellness correct and health mm-hmm. okay so tell us what how do you do chiropractic here what is an adjustment so an adjustment, an adjustment, I have this discussion with everybody who comes into my <laughs> office. Um, the idea or notion is, is that in your spine, can, you've, you've got... It, maybe did you want to... Yeah, if you so, can, maybe demonstrate. Yeah, so we, we have tiny little muscles that connect all of our vertebrae together. There's 180 tiny little muscles up, your, up and down your entire spine. Then you've got all the big posture muscles. Those are the ones you can grab a hold of and, and feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when these tiny little muscles, when they get tightened up, that can create a subluxation where there's pressure on the joints and the nerves uh, and lack of proper motion. Mm-hmm. So an adjustment basically is a way of delivering a mechanical force into the spine to release the tightness out of the muscles so that these vertebrae can take the pressure off the nerves and the tension off of the joints so that you can get better nerve flow flowing through that part of the body again Mm -hmm. into your muscles and organs. We can use instruments to adjust the spine. 
I know a lot of people watch YouTube type of videos mm -hmm. and they see people do the chiropractors doing these yanks. massive yanks and cracks and all that kind of stuff. And yes, those are valid adjusting procedures, but they're quite, quite traumatic. Yeah. And some people cannot tolerate that at all. Mm -hmm. So using an instrument, in fact, Laura, why don't you grab one of those little instruments there on the table behind you? Okay. Using an instrument can be uh, just as beneficial. This is mm -hmm. called the activator instrument. Mm -hmm. And this basically is like a little tapping instrument. But we can place this upon a vertebrae. And by tapping on the vertebrae, that can trigger these tight muscles to release. Now, for some people, that works wonderfully, mm -hmm. um, and other people, it's not strong enough at all. So that person may benefit from getting their back cracked, right, oh, okay. uh, or or adjusted, as we like to call it. Mm -hmm. um, so there's another way we we use instruments that are automatic. One's called the impulse. There's the arthro stem. Um, those are also mm -hmm. available uh, from different chiropractors. So you can do a little research. We use a, another. Uh, way of adjusting to introduce that mechanical force to make the adjustment called the drop table. So we can use a combination of all those things as well. Okay. So the, the bottom line with all of it is, is you're introducing that mechanical force to release that tension and where the misalignment is and creating that pressure on the nerve flow. Okay. Right. And once that's restored, then you can get muscles starting to heal, organs starting to function better. Uh, and hopefully a person will start to feel a lot better. Okay. That's awesome. And it really works. I, tell us a little bit about how, because I love when you do the applied kinesiology, right? When you and that's when you you test the muscle and then you do the adjustment. You test the muscle and if the muscle is weak, you um, do the adjustment and it's it strengthens the muscle. I, that just always amazes me because it's it's like right now you can see it. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the, how the kinesiology works with the adjustment yeah so applied kinesiology is a tool um it was developed in 1964 by dr george goodhart who was a chiropractor mm -hmm. and he figured out that muscle testing can give you feedback as to where there's malfunction going on in the spine mm -hmm. or with a muscle or with an organ or a gland mm -hmm. so using that as a tool um it's and again it's not a diagnostic it's not a standalone diagnostic tool well, but it's something that can be used in, in conjunction with other types of testing procedures. So x-rays, MRIs, CT scans, uh, diagnostic ultrasound, those are all great tools that can give you mm -hmm. feedback. Mm -hmm. Muscle testing is another tool. Wow. Some some doctors use leg checks uh, right. to get feedback. Oh, like hitting the... Well, no, they use the length oh. of the legs to, to get feedback. Um, that, that's another valuable tool that can be utilized. Uh, so uh, some doctors are now using computers uh, where the computer, the the apparatus gives a certain pressure. It senses where the those those subluxations are, where those tight spots are. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another tool that can be used. Um, and the idea is that using the muscle testing, the applied kinesiology that Laura's talking about, um, we can zero in on where these areas of subluxation or where the bad spots are in the spine mm -hmm. through the muscle testing. It mm -hmm. gives us feedback right away. We can also test the organ reflexes. If a person has a, a, a liver point that tests weak on a muscle test, it gives us feedback. It doesn't diagnose a person as having liver disease. It just tells us something is malfunctioning with mm -hmm. that liver. And then we can use nutritional testing to see what will then assist that organ or gland to start functioning better. Right. And then you, um, you actually test with that um, supplement. Correct. as well you you know do the muscle test look the supplement to see how, how many tablets or whatever what the dosage is 
you know, it's truly remarkable because like I said, it's your, it's like your own body is, is telling you what it needs. And um, I think that's really awesome. Now you said that you guys don't diagnose. So tell me, tell us what's the difference between your training as a chiropractor as a doctor of chiropractic medicine and a doctor of conventional medicine. What what are the main differences? Yeah, so the 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 commonalities are all okay. the anatomy and physiology and mm-hmm. all the the uh, anatomy stuff um, mm-hmm. that you, that goes along with being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's four thousand hours approximately of of um, credits, right? So it's it's okay. whether in, in medical and med- yeah, in medical, medical doctor and and chiropractic college, oh, both yeah, to get our this, our doctor the same amount of yeah, hours to get our doctorate degree. Okay. Uh, but they have a focus on the use of pharmaceuticals and surgical procedures. Uh-huh. We have a focus on techniques to uh, treat the spine, right? So we don't learn about pharmaceuticals and surgical procedures. So uh-huh. we replace those hours with all the, the 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 hours of how to palpate and how to find these subluxations and how to adjust them. Wow. Right. Okay. So it's it's just a divergence in that sense. Okay. Uh, we also tend to have more background in our education with nutrition. Mm, right. right. So the medical okay. doctors, uh, and, and I don't know where they're at now as a profession in, in their schooling, mm-hmm. but uh, for years, they've oftentimes poo-pooed nutrition as being right. a valuable thing. But right. now a lot of medical doctors are really seeing the value of incorporating nutrition uh, into their practices to help right. their patients, too. And so we have a lot of common ground. Yeah. <laughs> we just there's been like, unfortunately, this animosity between chiropractic and, and the medical establishment for decades. And finally, that those barriers are starting to come down, but they're not down completely yet. Right, right. Well, then, speaking of, um, uh, uh, what's the deal with physical? <laughs> what's the deal with physical therapists and chiropractors? Because yeah. it seems like there, what's the differences there? And because it seems like physical therapists tend to kind of almost poo-poo chiropractic care. I know. You know, and I don't think have I don't know. Do physical therapists have four thousand hours of training? I think yeah, they have the doctorate of physical therapy, oh, but I don't right. know how many okay. hours they have. But again, there's another situation when you get into working with uh, with patients, and your goal is to help the person to recover from whatever injury they're suffering from, mm-hmm. and then to improve their health and well being. Physical therapy and chiropractic work really well together, mm-hmm. and I've had unfortunately over the years. Patients go to physical therapists and be told, "Oh, don't go to the chiropractor." Yes, I've heard, like, I've heard that too. <laughs> talking about it's like I was working, in, you know, down at Joe Louis Arena with the Red Wing players for 22 years. I worked wow. with them, wow. and we had the the athletic trainers, we had physical therapy, we had chiropractic, we had massage. Every mm-hmm. we, we were working together because the main thing was to get that player back on the ice on and the get field. it as close to 100 percent as right. you can, so they win their games. You know. And by the way, did they? I mean, they were really winning back then. <laughs> They won. They won four Stanley Cups while I was yeah, their chiropractor. You, wow. Um, okay. And I hope they get back on that track. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Even though I'm not their chiropractor anymore. Right. <laughs> right. The next generation. I was actually the first chiropractor to be utilized by the Detroit Red Wings. So I felt like I did my part uh-huh. as far as breaking the ice okay. to get into that organization. No pun intended. Yeah. No <laughs> pun intended. Or pun intended. Or pun intended. Um, but but now it's the, for the next generation to carry on that work. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about, well, I just want to say one little bit thing about that, about the physical therapy. Um, 
Someone told me recently that they went to a physical therapist and they also go to a chiropractor regularly. And it seemed that the physical therapist was basically doing the, the very similar things that the chiropractor does. So in that regard, what common areas do you, would you all say? What are, um, in terms of what a physical therapist does, is it similar to what chiropractors do? Well, they, they do, they're like, as far as they're doing the adjusting to the spine, we call it adjustments to the spine. Mm-hmm. We're trained to use the, uh, uh, certain techniques. Okay. Physical therapists are trained to use similar techniques, but different. In a different right? way. Yeah. So they do yeah. more mobilization versus specific adjustments. Okay. Um, but it, the bottom line is that that's beneficial too, right? right? Oh. So there is some duplicity going on there if a mm-hmm. physical therapist is well-trained in how to do manipulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, there there is overlap. Now, I do a lot of work with muscles. I do trigger mm-hmm. point therapy yes, and stretching. Yeah. Um, and that's duplicating what they do in physical therapy too. So there is overlap there. We should be all working together right. to benefit you, <laughs> not putting down the other profession because oh, exactly. better than they are and they shouldn't exactly. be working on you. I should be working. That's just ego and all that garbage, but <laughs> we can all get past that. Let's just oh, help we, people. Exactly. Right? What do we, what are our, what is, what are our common, you know, grounds as opposed to what are our differences? And it's the same thing with mass, massage therapy that you, you do no, yourself. I, I mean, my wife and I, she went to the Atlanta school of massage while I was in chiropractic college down in Atlanta, Georgia and Marietta, Georgia. And we, we've been doing that combo right. for 37 years. So it's it's a great combo. Um, and now finally, you know, massage therapy has risen to a, a, a place where it's definitely utilized by the masses of people way more than it used to be. Absolutely. I was, I, I forgot to mention that too. When I, I really, that was the other thing I really liked about your, your, um your, your facility is you guys were the only chiropractor that I knew of that had, you know, massage therapy. Your wife was the massage therapist and you yeah. were doing the chiropractic care. So I really, even though I never took advantage of it, I wish I had looking back now. But um, yeah, it, I had no idea. And like you said, there are more chiropractic uh, offices now that offer massage therapy as well. And um, it's a great combo. It's a great combo. And so tell us about that uh, compliment. How does massage complement uh, chiropractic care. Yeah. So we talked about, you know, these areas of the spine where you get pressure mm-hmm. on these nerves and these nerves are connected to your muscles, mm-hmm. right? So if these muscles start to knot up because the pressure is being reduced to those muscles, then the idea is that the massage therapy can really get in there and help to release those knots out of the muscles. So we adjust the spine that gets better nerve flow into the muscles. Mm-hmm. And then the massage therapy releases the knots yeah. in tension in the muscles. So now you get better blood flow and things can start to heal. Right. Right. Okay. And they can start to function better. So they, they're great compliments in that sense. Absolutely. Okay. So what what can uh, a person who's never been to a chiropractor, what can they expect on their first visit? Yeah. So unfortunately, you got to do paperwork or computer work, you know, <laughs> to get all your healthcare data. Um, that's the most tedious part of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally, when you go to the chiropractor, you will get some sort of like range of motion testing. Um, Alignment. So, uh, well, the, right. posture, right. posture assessment. assessment. Yeah. And then um, you you might, you'll get palpated. You know, we'll feel your spines. I do the muscle testing. Not all chiropractors do the applied kinesiology. And then once we get all that information, you may get imaging like x-rays. Um, or a lot of patients are bringing in their, their discs with x-rays so we can look at those or read x-ray reports that a radi- radiologist has read and, and we get that information. But once we get all that information together, 
then we can start with the adjusting procedure. Now, okay. some chiropractors don't adjust on the first visit. They'll wait till the second visit. I just get the ball rolling and get right down to business right away. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and then how long does a chiropractic visit take? I know the first visit will be longer. But... Yeah, we get 45 minutes for the first visit. Um, then typically thereafter, we're hopefully 15 minutes, but sometimes like I was running late tonight, yeah. so it's, it was longer. Yeah. It was a half hour at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, you usually, yeah, we usually are in here 15, 20 Yeah, I usually give each person long. like 15 minutes. Now, some chiropractors don't do all the ancillary work that I do with yeah. working with the muscles and the muscle testing. So they just do the adjustment. So they're done in five minutes. So each each person is different. Um, there's not one necessarily one superior to the other, but they all have their special value and they all benefit people. Right. That's ironic that you say that some do five minutes because I, um, I, I work at a company and one of my clients I, that I do uh, corporate massage for. And one of the clients, um, was talking about her back injury. And I said, Hey, I have a chiropractor you might want to see. And I said, they do have a chiropractor here. Have you seen that chiropractor? And she was like, yes, but you're in the in, you're only in there for like five minutes. And I was like, whoa, that seems, you know. So anyway, I, I gave her your number. I don't know. She may call. You planted the seed. I like planted the seed, yes. And there's a lot of value with, with getting adjustments, I just straight up that. adjustments. Like, okay. Well, um, that's why he goes boom, boom, boom. Yes. Yeah. But over the years, I, I wanted to be more specialized Yeah, and really help like those deeper, harder cases. Right. Uh, working with the athletes yeah. uh, really led me into like doing way more work with the muscles and balancing them out for optimal sports performance. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's various levels of, of chiropractic care. But I've had, you know, many patients just get an adjustment and get great results with that, too. Oh, OK. Yeah. All right. Very good. So how about tell us a little bit about um chiropractic care for animals with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So over the years, you know, chiropractors have been working on animals, but it was stepping on the toes of the veterinary doctors. So they were um, concerned that chiropractors were practicing veterinary medicine without a license. Mm -hmm. So basically, in order for a, an animal to be adjusted, you need to take an animal to a veterinary doctor that is trained in, in chiropractic adjustments or that veterinary doctor can write a, a referral prescription for you to take your animal to a chiropractor who does a, a, chiropr a chiropractic for animals. Mm. That way we're, we're staying, we're keeping the professions happy that way. Mm. Okay. Well, how about, would you, would you, um, would you, how would a person do an adjustment on an animal? Now for me, pet? Like I know I, you said you I used I used the muscles. I used to do them. I don't do them anymore. When the okay. when the veterinary doctors were getting upset about chiropractors adjusting animals, I quit. Yeah. Um, but the idea or notion is I was using the applied kinesiology muscle testing to oh, zero okay. in on the areas that needed to be adjusted. Okay. And then I would use the activator instrument to adjust. So you wouldn't actually like do a hands-on. No, but you can. Oh, you can. Oh yeah, okay. you can. 
but I was I wanted to, I was more gentle with my adjustments. I didn't want to do any forceful adjustments really? with animals. Okay. But there are chiropractors, and of course, if you watch YouTube, oh, you'll okay. see veterinary adjustments where I've seen some of these dogs get their neck cracked, and oh. all of a sudden the, the, the dogs like their eyes bug out, and it was like, oh, and you're like going, but then the dog goes, oh, oh, that was good, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, okay. So, but yeah, that's all valid. Um, yeah. but you just got to find a practitioner who is uh, uh, trained in adjusting animals. Okay, awesome. All right. So what kind of um, conditions, health conditions can chiropractic help? I know you said you don't, you, you don't diagnose and you don't treat conditions, but... That's correct. Okay. Well, what kind of uh, health conditions can chiropractic care support? Um, all, all health conditions. All health conditions. Yes. Okay. But not a cure for any health condition. So, so it doesn't matter if a person has cancer. It doesn't matter if a person has diabetes. It doesn't matter if a person has Alzheimer's, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not, our, the adjustments are not going to cure that person of any of those diseases or conditions. And we're not diagnosing those conditions. Okay. However, it's supportive so, for that person. If a person has cancer, they may have severe muscle spasms they may have right. uh, so it's like palliative. Body, yeah it's, it's palliative it helps yeah. them to bear the pain while they're getting their other treatments, treatments. from their medical doctors I see. so okay. it can be used as, as an adjunctive way okay. um there and then that's if somebody has issues with uh, very like diabetes we're, we're not adjusting that person to cure their diabetes mm-hmm. we use the adjustments to support the nerve flow going into going their into pancreas, pancreas their liver their adrenals so that their body has a better chance of, of utilizing uh, and, and processing sugars, um, mm-hmm. the glucose. Um, but at the same time, we use nutritional support right, for that. Exactly. And so yeah. that that is all complementary to what can be uh, being done with them with their medical doctors as well. Some people are actually even able to reduce their medications or get off their medications with the assistance or guidance from their medical doctor while they're doing the nutritional support so, as well. So what types of uh, nutritional supplements do you offer? Yeah. So, I mean, the, I try to use like whole food supplements. So should I mention like product names? Like so I use standard I process. Can... Yeah. I use standard process and MediHerb. I use biotic yeah, research, yeah. Um, but I also use some of Dr. Schultz's products. I, mm-hmm. I have progressive labs. I, so I use a whole plethora. I am, I am not myself personally, I'm not beholden to any one company, mm-hmm. um, but the standard process company and the biotics research company has been at the forefront. There's NutraWest, mm-hmm. NutraDyne, there, there's uh, Metagenics. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all companies that have supported doctors who do this applied kinesiology or muscle testing mm-hmm. as, as part of their work to try to help patients. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So those and are the these companies. are uh, more, are these herbal formulas or yes. nutritional formulas? Yes. <laughs> Homeopathic. Yeah. So all the above. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, who um, does your chiropractic adjustments? Yeah, I have two chiropractors that okay. um, I have Dr. Johnson okay. and I have Dr. Koppel. Okay. So they both, okay. uh, we, we adjust each other. Oh, cool. Right? Okay. We trade. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah like massage therapists, we uh, trade. I have my adjustment scheduled for 8.30 tomorrow morning with Dr. Johnson. Okay, good. Yep. Now, I've heard some people say, I can crack my own back. Is that a real thing? And well, yeah. is that dangerous? Or yes. it it's not recommended. It's not recommended. So when you think of the segments of the spine, mm-hmm. when those muscles get very tight mm-hmm. and they get, they get, we call it a fixation where the, where you have a lack of mobility. Mm-hmm. When a person does a self cracking, when they go, <laughs> what ends up happening is, is they end up releasing the joint above it mm-hmm. or the joint below it, but not the one that's actually stuck. Really? 
Really? Yes. So even though the joint pop, the nerve endings inside the joint trigger a relaxation reflex. So they go, they pop their own neck and they go, ah, oh, that feels better. It's right back later that day or the same day. It just, they don't fix it, right? Oh. The vertebrae that actually is subluxated is not getting corrected by self-popping. Oh. So you actually have to contact the vertebrae and adjust it in a very specific way okay. to correct the subluxation to get the pressure off the nerves so self-cracking is a band-aid it only gives a person temporary relief Mm -hmm. and i've had some self-crackers that over time they get to the point they can't even self-crack anymore Mm because now they have created even more tension at the area of subluxation in their spine so now they're in worse trouble wow so you got to be careful with self-cracking okay so how long would a like a professional uh, uh, chiropractic treatment lasts? Would you expect it to last? Because I know some people, I guess, depending upon their condition or injury or, or something like that, how long would you expect? Because uh, we come, what, what, once a month or once every couple months and, you know, but if someone is, is being injured, how frequent would a person have to come to maintain that um, yeah, adjustment? Yeah, so, so when somebody's in acute pain, they may indeed need daily adjustments. Really? Or three times a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So sometimes it's like you need to get that adjusted like real regular because the idea is that the muscles will want to spasm right back up again. So when you adjust them, it releases that tension. Mm -hmm. But then you go back out into the real world and then those muscles want to tighten back up again. So when somebody is acutely injured, we can adjust them daily or like like I said, three times a week. Uh, less acute injury, but maybe a chronic problem. You can adjust them twice a week for several weeks. Okay. Uh, then you work them down to once a week. But the idea, like you said, is getting mm-hmm. to that goal of, of wellness care. Right. Um, I don't think you can see this chart too well here, but it's got initial intensive care, rehab care, and wellness care. So this initial phase here okay. um, is when somebody's hurting and they really need some relief fast. So we want to get at it with really good consistency to get them relief. Then we want to get them strengthened back up. So this is when the muscles and ligaments and everything strengthen back up. Uh-huh. So this may last a couple months, and then we hopefully get them back to the point of wellness care, where they just come in for wellness. Okay. And that could be once a month or once every couple months, like you said. Right. And you can do that throughout a lifetime. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So how costly? I know it probably will depend on uh, region to region or location to location, but how costly would you say chiropractic care is for somebody who has to come that often or what insurances do you take? Yeah. So the, the, the cost is like $50 per adjustment just on average, but some are more, some are less. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the idea or notion is like different insurances if you're a participating doctor or not. So like blue cross blue shield or United health or, uh, State Farm or whatever that mm-hmm. I don't I don't deal with the insurances so you call my office and you can talk to my my um, office manager Barb and she will give you any details you want any questions you have but if you have an insurance card you call the number on the insurance card and you ask them what are my chiropractic coverages mm-hmm. and then they can give you that it's really best for the actual patient to call to call because yeah. they will get more accurate information. We can look it up on the computer and we can, but there are times when we get different information than what the patient is told. Right. It's okay. very frustrating. It's like, well, why are they telling us something different here? Okay. But many insurances do cover chiropractic, but sometimes the chiropractor like Blue Care Network, you have to be a, you have to get a referral from your primary care physician. Right. Okay. So sometimes we got to go through that, get the global referral for that. 
Okay. So again, that's not my area of expertise in dealing with the insurances, but uh-huh. that's just sort of a general overview of that. Oh, okay. So Medicare okay. covers going to the chiropractor. Oh, that was my next question. Yeah. About Medicare, Medicaid. Medicaid covers going to the chiropractor, but only certain Medicaid. I think there's six or eight Medicaid policies. Okay. Uh, I don't participate with Medicaid, uh-huh. uh, but Dr. Koppel does, for example. Oh, so I'll okay. refer patients over to him Okay. if they want to, have, want to do the Medicaid. Okay. And then uh, what about, uh, are you still taking new clients, new customers? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And do you, do you all have a website or I know your phone number, 313-561-2199. You got it. See, I've been coming all that. (laughs) (laughs) So, but no, um, seriously, you know, um, you you are taking more patients and they would just call that number to, you know, schedule an appointment. Obviously, you know, if you're in the local area, you know, Dearborn, uh, Michigan area, USA, or you can, you know, if you're in town, you can uh, schedule appointments. So there's no, now, do you do any more? When I first met you, you guys were doing training. We talked about you doing the juicing training and how your wife, Linda, was was drinking so much carrot juice that yeah. her skin was turning orange. And you yeah. said that was the actual thing. Carotinemia. Carotinemia. Yeah. Wow. I, I never heard of that until you said that. So <laughs> do you still offer any classes, anything online? Or You know, I, I don't. No. You know, okay. the 37 years into yeah. this and it's like, yeah, okay. the enthusiasm for doing all the okay. extraneous stuff has sort of waned. I some. got you. I got um, you. But I, yeah. you know, but I'm passionate about what I do. I just am on a, on a much lower key now than I used to be. Yeah, but yes, I used to give juice seminars and um, basically I try to like teach people on a one-on-one basis. Right. But I, I am not a good utilizer of technology. And doing this, when you mentioned doing this podcast with me, I thought, you know, we could act. This might be good for me to get some of the the stuff that's trapped in my little pea brain here. I want to get it out to people, right, right. and maybe we can do something on juicing, or maybe we can do something more on nutrition Absolutely. based, yeah. right? And and get yeah. more more depth going into that, right, right. So would you would you mind talking a little bit about um, the other services that you offer here at Bloom Chiropractic? Yeah, so I, I do have uh, three massage therapists. Uh, so I have been like offering massage and chiropractic services since 1988. And then somewhere around 1990, I added nutritional services to that as well. Okay. Um, so uh, I, using the the applied kinesiology and nutrition response testing, and so I've been trained in you know different uh, methods of nu- clinical nutrition. Um, so I've applied that to my practice as well. So if pe- people want to get nutritional testing done, uh, anything from dealing with musculoskeletal problems to dealing with other health ailments, mm-hmm. whether it's high blood pressure or whether it's uh, um, diabetes. Again, we don't cure, we don't diagnose or cure those, claim to cure those things, Mm -hmm. but we can offer nutritional support Mm -hmm. to those um, maladies. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then the massage therapy, I got three great massage therapists. Mm -hmm. Um, They're all uniquely different. Um, Obviously, Laura's a massage therapist Mm -hmm. as well. Um, So, but she's doing more of the corporate thing. Uh But when patients come in, they can even get massages at the same time that that during the same office visit that they get their adjustment. So we can. And your doctor is has been one of your massage therapists. Yes, but she's currently working at the the Schwitz uh, spa. And then doing massage therapy out of her home. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got her own little gig. She wants to, you know, um, uh, break away from. The, the mommy and daddy gig yeah, and yeah. make her own path in life. And I'm fully supportive of that. Absolutely. So do you, do you, um, you do, um, chiropractic care for your family? I do. Right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, good for you. Okay. But they get they get more adjustments than I get massage. I was just going to say that. I don't, I didn't know, you know if you wanted to. But I use my that. my three massage therapists here. Yeah. So I I utilize their services more than I do. My well, my wife's retired from massage therapy. Yeah, yeah. But my daughter, she offers me massages oh, yeah. periodically. So she owes me one. Oh, so I'm gonna have to go and, 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 and get take a massage advantage. from her. Yes. Yeah, go get that massage. Yeah. Self-care is so important. So um yeah, let's talk about foam rolling. There. and, and okay. theragunning uh, yeah we, we didn't really touch on that so yeah. i do recommend like utilizing the foam roller we actually have a nice little video four and a half minute video my daughter marina and i worked on that video and put it together and oh, okay. and when patients uh are when a person comes in and becomes a patient then we offer they can get access to that video on youtube uh-huh. i don't know how to do that my staff does oh, um, to go check it out. but yeah it's sort of cool it shows how to use the foam roller um, it's a nice, you know, at-home self-care type of therapy. Uh-huh. Uh, we use like the, the Theragun, or there's many different type of massager yeah, devices, yeah. uh, the well, per, yeah. a percussive massager. Yeah. But I, I use this in the clinic. I, I do this after I adjust a person. I'll use this as it's part of the treatment. Too. <laughs> yeah, and then a lot of people got yeah. to the point where they're like, well, can I buy my own? I'm like, sure. You know, yeah. I, you go to their website or go on Amazon or wherever. And uh, I'm not, um, I don't sell these or anything myself. I probably should, but I don't. Um, but it's a, sort of an unbiased uh, referral or recommendation then mm-hmm. because I'm not making any profit on any right, of this stuff, exactly. right? But this is a great little tool to help to relax and ease up muscle tensions, post-workout, pre-workout. It's a, it's, just, it's just a great tool that I've been mm-hmm. using for the last several years. And is that considered a, a deep tissue tool? I mean, I know it has different settings because we have a couple of them at home and I use them sometimes um, with uh, doing corporate massage just after doing the massage and then just to kind of fluff up, excuse me, the tissue. Um, So I I use the rapid release as well, which is is helpful for scar. I was just looking to see if it was in this room. It must be in my other room, Uh, but it's a it's an oscillating massager. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps to loosen up and uh, soften up uh, connective tissue adhesions mm-hmm. and scar tissue, things of that nature. So I use that on patients as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use the Graston tool or Graston style tool. Yes. I keep getting ready to. Oh, thank you. So this this is also another tool used on scar tissue. We can we put lotion on and we we can scrape through the the tissues. Okay. So these are just some of the things that I do as adjunctive therapy right. along with the adjustment. So I can just do a straight up adjustment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have some patients, they can't tolerate any of the soft tissue stuff. So mm-hmm. I just do a straight up adjustment on it. Right, right. right. And other patients, they do beautifully with doing trigger point work, doing mm-hmm. the, the, this type of uh, Graston or ASTEM mm-hmm. type of work, mm-hmm. doing the percussive massager. So you just got to figure out each person. as it, We, we need to be treated as unique individuals not just everybody the same. Okay, sounds good. So you can come in as an individual or your doctor might want to refer you um, for chiropractic care. Um, you work with accident and injury clients. Uh, yeah, that's not my forte or specialty. No. Um, I'm get, I'm in the process of getting like updated with computerization. Oh, okay. So I'm meeting with my IT guy on Sunday, for example, and mm-hmm. we're, we're getting closer to have it so that my documentation and all that kind of stuff will be okay. uh, caught up to the 21st century. Okay. So now do you write, if someone comes in you and said they've had an accident, can you write a script? 
for, or or does uh, or does the medical doctor have to write a script for them to come and see you? No, we're, we're oh. portal of entry providers. So a person, if they get an accident, they can come see oh, us. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they don't okay. need their medical doctor's approval, but they do need to contact their insurance company and, and make sure that they have approval from the insurance company to go to the chiropractor. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I think we've covered quite a bit. Have yes. I missed anything? No, I mean, or we did there... pretty good coverage. Yeah. Okay. Or is there anything else you would like to share? Um, any final words? Oh, you know, I, I've utilized chiropractic care as part of my wellness program for the last, you know, 50 years of my life or so. <laughs> yeah. um, or, well, no, let me, let me do the math there. Uh, <laughs> 61 <laughs> minus 14, you know, so uh, 47 years or whatever. Um, and I have found it to be a beneficial thing for my health and well-being. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are some people who will respond beautifully to, to chiropractic care and really love it. And there are other people that don't want to be touched and don't think it's a very good thing to do at all. Um, but it shouldn't be downplayed by people as far as like, you know, or dismissed because it is a very valuable tool. Very valuable. And I don't want to miss out because I think I missed something. Are there contraindications for chiropractic? Yeah. So if somebody has like, any type of osteoporosis, for example, um, a weakening of their bone structure, osteopenia, osteoporosis, you don't want to be doing a manual, hard manual adjustment on that patient. So knowing that information ahead of time is very valuable, That, but that's where the instrument adjusting comes in really it handy. So I can still adjust patients who have osteoporosis. So by adjusting their, their vertebrae gently like this, there's no uh, risk of fracturing them or anything like that. So, but you you can have a bad reaction going to the chiropractor. And I tell people, if you have a bad reaction going to the chiropractor, it's usually because the adjustment was too forceful for for that patient's body to handle. Uh Um, What I tell people is is call me up and get back in right away if you have any type of bad reaction. I mean, the good news is it doesn't happen very often. Right. But if it does, there's no perfect in any of this world, right? Right, yeah. you can have bad reactions to physical therapy. You can have yeah. bad, bad reactions to medicine. Medication, you can have bad re- reactions surgery. to surgery. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all legit, right? It's all legit. But I try to get people to communicate with me, and we can we can process through it if if there is any type of bad reaction. You might get sore after mm-hmm. an adjustment. That's okay. sort of normal because your your tissues are now releasing lactic acid and inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, if a person has a history of stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to be careful. I would not do any type of manual adjusting the you know, of, of the neck area. You know, the bottom line with with the neck, like being worried about strokes for the neck, yeah. is they taught us in chiropractic college is not to hyperextend and rotate the spine because that puts pressure on the vertebral arteries. Oh. So we always make sure that the head is neutral or slightly flexed if any manual adjusting or cracking of the neck is done. So that extremely reduces the chances of anything bad happening to those vertebral arteries. But if there's any concern about that at all, then you just use the instrument and tap on it. And there's no way you can damage that vertebral artery. So you don't have to worry about stroke. So a lot of medical doctors, they they will tell patients, oh, don't let the chiropractor touch your neck. Mm. And what they think they really mean is don't let them crank and have a medical uh, chiropractor that just adjusts very hard and forcibly on their neck, uh-huh. um, they don't really realize that there's actual instruments that can be used to adjust more gently. the spine more gently. Okay. That's very ironic that you say that because, and I'm also a yoga teacher, and when we're doing a bridge pose, we're always telling people, sometimes people will be in, in a bridge posture with their spine elevated and their shoulders and head down, 
And then they'll turn their head like this. And we're always telling them, I never knew why, but I was taught that way. You're not supposed to um, twist your, you know, have your head. Because people, when they lay on their back, they'll have their neck hyperextended. And then they'll want to turn their head. So with that, we're also taught not to be very careful or not to even do head circles. Is that the... I agree with that. With the reason? Yes, because you put pressure. I don't know if you can see it on the on the video, but there's a vertebral artery that runs through the transverse processes of the cervical vertebrae, uh-huh. and that artery feeds up into the, the blood supply to the brain. But oh, that's that the can, troublemaker, right? And so that can cause you I tell people do semicircles, right, 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 side bends, right, flexion extensions, rotations, but do not do full oh, circles yes. and rotations. That's a no no because okay. that puts pressure on that vertebral okay. artery, right? Okay. So avoid that. Perfect. So you can still warm the neck up beautifully without doing those full rotations Perfect. with that all that extension. Perfect. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for Thanks being more. here. I've really enjoyed this interview. Very informative. I hope it's been very informative for our listeners and for our viewers. Um, please reach out to Dr. Bloom. Again, that number is 313-561-2199 if you'd like to schedule an appointment or if you um, want to get information about the YouTube video, right? Yeah. They can call on that too. Yes, they could. All right. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you. All right. So thanks for watching. I hope you'll stay tuned and and tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the live shows. Or if you miss the live shows, you can always catch us on any podcasts um, that you listen to. And with that being said, stay safe, stay well. Namaste. Until next time.